Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. Coming a very special edition from the HQ here, a little Clintless. He's uh got better things to do than talking about wrestling all week, apparently. Oh, oh this is the Clintless episode? <laughs> well, his title is the one without Clint. Brent, Brent's still here, by the way. Yeah, I'm sitting here with Brent. Brent, I gotta ask you, man. Why is it that Don Callis and Scott Demore can get The Rock to do more in 2020 than Vince McMahon can at a Survivor Series dedicated to him? Because Impact's more important than WWE. <sighs> they, they're having good shows. They're on a good run. They actually didn't have a show this week. That's why I didn't make the uh, list of uh, stuff. Well, they <laughs> did have a show, but it's not worth talking about. <laughs> they they did their Wrestle House 2. Ooh. They made it into a... Uh, two-hour-long special instead of making it, like, 27 vignettes like it was last year. <laughs> like, I turned it on to watch Impact, and it wasn't there. Huh. I was disappointed. They're like, well, welcome to Wrestle House 2. And I'm like, nope. What else is on TV tonight? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the you're talking about Survivor Series, how it's 25 years of celebrating The Rock. Right. And we, he didn't show up. We get his gold egg, though. Oh, yeah. That, that was dumb too i kind of haven't watched that movie because of that shit yeah i didn't really have time before survivor series to watch that movie oh red notice yeah yeah i didn't watch it yet either (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of sad it's got a bunch of people i like in it thing is vince mcmahon showed up with that egg and or wait first vince showed up at survivor series and got out of the car and everybody's like yay woo!" (laughs) and then they he pulls that egg out and everybody's like okay and he's like no you guys are supposed to cheer Oh, yay! Woo! Then uh, uh, Roman Reigns thrown it out and like, yeah, that might be as much as my next uh, contract. Yeah. He's like, you see, your cousin gave me this. And he's like, cool, what's that? It's like, it's the real Cleopatra's egg. It's worth like $100 million. He goes, oh, like my next contract. <laughs> and then Vince kind of had that, wait, what did he just say? Thing is, you have a $100 million egg, but you got rid of 81 people this year. Yeah, right. Like, that's a good thing to flaunt. Thanks, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> You're maybe giving maybe instead of The Rock uh, restarting the XFL, he should just start his own wrestling league. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Giving away trucks on Thanksgiving. And uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the XFW, <laughs> the Extreme Football Wrestling Federation. I don't know. It sounds good. <laughs> but we all uh, just want to jump right into Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, I'd rather jump into AEW, but we could recap what we were just hitting at before. No, we can go into AEW. doesn't matter. No, we, I mean, we got to read the results. <laughs> All right. I feel like we're going to spend the most time talking about AEW this week, right? I mean. Yeah, they're the only ones that, like, really ran a show. <laughs> it is Thanksgiving weekend. Well, yeah, I guess well, it can't be too judgmental. Well, the weekend after. You'd think at least Survivor Series would be good, though. Yeah. The it's wrestling. Thanksgiving tradition. Like, the wrestling was fine. Just yeah. the finishes and other bullshit were bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you opened the pre-show. You had uh, the Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura, take uh, on the United yeah. States Champion, all Damian Priest. On the pre-show. Well, they had to move something to the pre-show. Yeah, I guess. Why not the workhorse belts? Well, they're not even real titles anymore. <laughs> Shin- I think Shinsuke won the title back in August, and he's defended it one time. Jeez. Like, didn't Sami Zayn have to vacate the title because he didn't show up for... Yeah, for a while. Like a month? Yeah, and then that's when they gave Kevin Owens, right? No, they... John Cena. Oh, that's when John Cena and Daniel Bryan 
for the U.S. title. And that's when Brock Lesnar had the world title and well, no more done well, it like four times. I was gonna say more recently though. It was right after WrestleMania and Sami Zayn didn't come because of COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. And they vacated the belt and had a tournament. I kind of forget about everything that was happening in wrestling right before COVID and like. <laughs> Do you remember? So WrestleMania was supposed to have fucking Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in a six uh, six man tag match. The next chapter in their story. Nobody ever talks about it no more. I was so pumped about it, and then COVID hit, and sitting there waiting for him to cancel it in Tampa, and they did, and then and then we got whatever the fuck that was. Does Ric Flair even exist anymore? <sighs> I mean, he's got a new podcast out. Like, I don't think that's ever going to happen because I'm pretty sure he's already said he's never going back to WWE. Yeah, and there he said he's, uh, like, Nick Khan's disrespectful. Yeah. Nick Khan's disrespectful and he's trying to tarnish his legacy and he'll never work. He's like, Vince is fine. Me and Vince work fine together. I'll never work for Nick Khan ever. Well, yeah, he's never going to. He still wants that Tony Khan money. Tony's just waiting for the heat to die off. Well, he's not, on fucking that's not going to happen shoulders. on his own podcast where he's just fucking ripping yeah, on everybody. Yeah, with Mark Madden especially, and it's Ric Flair uncensored. Dude, they <laughs> rip on everybody. It was it was entertaining, but well, we'll we'll go back to Shinsuke and Damian Priest. Um, he had Rick Biggs with uh, Shinsuke, and he kept playing guitar riffs and distracting Damian Priest. So he told him if he did it again, he was going to come out there and shove his guitar up his ass. <laughs> and uh, Priest pretty much had the match won, and well, Bugs, he started playing music again. So Damian Priest came outside and hit him with the guitar and snapped it in half and uh, got himself DQ'd because he also hit Shinsuke with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're they're trying this whole new side of uh, Damian Priest, and they're turning him from a baby face to a heel. More violent side. Yeah, and not really a big fan of it. I mean, he was just a, he was only a baby face because he's cool as fuck anyway, like as a person, I think. Like, he just, kind of like Scott Hall, you know, he's just fucking drips machismo or whatever and fucking, I mean, you can kind of be a heel or a face that way. Everybody perceived it face because that shit's just cool. <laughs> well, they didn't have to have him just go berserk like he has been every match and get disqualified like he has been that's pretty much what he's been doing ever since they decided to change up his character i'm just sad the belts mean so little like i love the intercontinental title yeah and it hasn't <laughs> met anything since covid i think uh what it didn't mean much for it hasn't meant much for a very long time like they want they try to do something with it well they, every they once in a while but they had a tournament to crown a new one after they vacated it from Sammy, and then Sammy showed up and was still declaring himself the Intercontinental Champion, so he had the two belts going around thing. That's the conspiracy thing he was rocking for a while. He's still kind of doing that gimmick, right? But it's slightly, it's evolved. Yeah, it's more of a what about me instead of everybody's out to get me, which actually uh, on SmackDown Friday night, they had a battle royal to declare the new number one contender. What's with all the... I don't know. What? There's a lot of battle royals going on. Yeah, because they had one at the Survivor Series that didn't even mean anything. I, I mean, it was the it was the Survivor <laughs> Series dedicated to The Rock who didn't show up to his own <laughs> celebration. Who won that? Almost, right? Almost won that one. But uh, Sammy's... They didn't the, even get to meet The Rock or nothing. Like Sammy's that. the new number one contender. And... For the Universal title? Yeah. He won the battle royal. Uh, and actually, he he went through the middle rope... 
at one point and kind of just hung out outside the ring and Jeff Hardy thought he had a one and he ran up behind Hardy and just threw him over the turnbuckle. Huh. I seen Jeff Hardy say he was gonna go for the he wants to knock the leader off the table or whatever. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Or the head off the table. <laughs> they did let him get a win in his uh, hometown though. Well, that's nice. But uh, yeah, he had he wrestled two matches on SmackDown. But yeah, no, Sami Zayn's the new number one contender to Roman Reigns and Caleb Braxton was in the ring trying to interview him or whatever and then she did the whole thing like she actually has a headset in her ear. She's like, wait a minute, I have other other breaking news. Break, breaking news, breaking yeah. news. And she's <laughs> like, Brock Lesnar's suspension has been lifted and he will be showing up next week on SmackDown and Sami Zayn just starts flipping out like, what about me? I just won this blah, blah. and then the show just ends. Hmm. So. so Brock Lesnar's probably going to come smash Sami Zayn. Somewhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or Roman Reigns is just going to smash him real quick, and that's how that's going to be. But then going back into uh, Survivor Series, you had the Raw Women's Champion taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion. You had Charlotte Flair against Becky Lynch. So, this is the butt cheek match, right? Yeah, be- be- <laughs> Becky two cheeks. What? <laughs> so Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. And <laughs> then you had Charlotte. Who, I, I don't know who she was supposed to be. <laughs> Thing is, it was a, honestly a real good, hard-hitting match and ended with bullshit like normal WWE matches. <laughs> who, yeah. are the, uh, who are the other two in it? The other two. You said it was tag team matches, right? No. Oh, the women's this, the, matches. Yeah, this is I the women's you. titles match. Huh. So it's just Becky against Charlotte. Uh Honestly, I don't even remember how it ended. Like this, that's how much it probably didn't mean. Charlotte rolls up Becky and gets a one-two and grabs the rope, and the referee catches her. So he rolls it off, and then Becky rolls him up or rolls up Charlotte and gets the one-two, and then she grabs the rope, and the referee doesn't see it, so she got the three count. <laughs> so the uh, dirtiest player in the game got screwed over by the same way that she was going to screw over Becky. <laughs> so. I mean, since she's a flair, she gets the title of dirtiest player in the game, right? This is I, where Clint would argue with us. Yeah, I mean, she's a yeah, right. <laughs> she, I don't know. She's a had attitude problems lately, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, another thing is, like, I think her and Andrade might be over too. Well, yeah, since he stopped uh, following her on Twitter or something, or Instagram or yeah, something. Yeah, one of those two. There's where Clint would be arguing with us too. Twitter don't mean shit. <laughs> what the fuck is Twitter? Isn't that the black hole of the internet? Oh, he loves the Twitter. The Twitter machines. But, uh, yeah, no. It was a good match, except for the roll-ups. I mean, you had Becky doing Becky, and you had Charlotte doing her moonsaults. And That's not the worst roll-ups of the night, though, if I remember right. There's another roll-up? Or maybe, oh, maybe it was something else. No, that was, that was AEW had the worst roll-up last week. They could have. Well, who's who's the match that they fucking rolled around? Oh, that was that was Darby and uh, MJF. Yeah, that's or, right. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, that was at the pay per view oh. where they all just kept rolling in a circle. Yeah, that shit was ignorant. That was the worst <laughs> roll ups I've seen in a while. Hey, it was entertaining. I can't, <laughs> I can't hate on Becky Lynch's and Charlotte Flair's roll ups when that shit's going on. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Then you had the men's Survivor Series five on five traditional match. Yeah, uh, second match on the show. Survivor Series match is the second match on the show. That's weird. Yep. 
well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pace it and balance the show. <laughs> so yeah, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory taking on Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre, uh, Sheamus, Happy Corbin, and Jeff Hardy. I know I watched this shit. Why don't I remember it at all? Nothing happened, did it? Uh, KO started the thing after getting in an argument with Seth Rollins, and KO just rolled out of the ring and got himself counted out as he walked up the ramp. And then uh, it went back and forth between the two teams, and Seth Rollins was the sole survivor. He won for Team Raw. Hmm. Which Seth Rollins is kind of on a... uh, He's on winning streak. Yeah. He's the number one contender to Big E. Makes you excited, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's my Monday Night Messiah, even though he's not doing that gimmick anymore. Do you get your sweatshirt yet? Yeah. I'll be wearing it in a couple weeks. Sweet. I won't be wearing it like you guys on the every other weekend, but probably the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, I'll just wear the Christmas three sweaters time. I have. <laughs> I'm still there. There might, there might be a vendetta against me. <laughs> so we'll see. No, uh, boring Survivor Series match. Uh, then right after that, we went into a 25 man battle royal that we've already talked about. I like it. That was kind of the most enjoyable part of the show for me. Like, I don't, I didn't like it. I don't like almost. You don't like almost? No. He's learning, man. He's, he still uh, has, so he has like, f- five moves instead of the 40 <laughs> i'm just saying he's fluid with him and he's athletic for a dude that's fucking seven over seven foot he's getting better that's why <laughs> that's why he's still with aj right but i don't know man I, I i think he has a undertaker came out last week and compared him to andre the giant says he's just as special no <laughs> just because he won a battle royal and all andre pretty much ever did was compete in battle royals <laughs> doesn't mean anything I could see him being the. I could see him being a new Kevin Nash, man. Nobody does a. He does the fucking uh, power bomb too, right? No, he don't. No, uh, Morrissey's the one that oh, does Morris. the jackknife. Yeah, that's right. But his contract with uh, Impact's apparently up. He's no longer with him. As far as I know, huh. no. Uh, he was on per appearances, and I think it's He's looking for that AEW money. Well. We'll see if Tony Khan gives it to him or not. Actually, it'd be real cool if he came to MLW and Enzo and Cass was back together. Well, MLW. Enzo uh, has his first match in two weeks on MLW. Did he cut a promo? That I don't know. No. I'll have to look at it. He's been, he like goes, cuts underground promos all the time. They're the fucking coolest shit in the world. No, just I know on, they always like preview other shows and. I think I said in two weeks, Enzo makes his first appearance or something like that. Which we keep jumping way off of Survivor Series. <laughs> I'd like to see Enzo and MJF. In AEW? Yeah. Well, right now he's going up against CM Punk, so. Hold on. But we'll get to that. To say about that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Then you had uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions against the Raw Tag Team Champions. So you had RK Bro against, his, against the Usos. And uh, another, like I said. At least they didn't come out on the camel this time. I don't know. (laughs) The camel was sweet. (laughs) I think it's funny that they originally had the plan for Randy Orton to come out on the camel too. And Vince McMahon's like, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) That defeats the purpose of the RK bro 
fucking <laughs> dynamic. You can't let Randy give in to the goofiness. <laughs> but uh, another good match. Like most of the wrestling on Survivor Series was great. Like most WWE, the wrestling itself is good. Just the finishes and all that are stupid. <laughs> Which the finish of that one wasn't stupid. Uh, one of the Usos went for the Uso splash and Randy Orton hit the fucking RKO out of nowhere on him and got the one, two, three. So RK Bro beat the Usos. Uh, I'm ready for RK Bro to be over. It's not quite there yet. <laughs> They're building. They're building. Randy Orton has been around forever, dude, forever. Yeah, Nobody ever talks about that shit. Like, he's been around for longer than John Cena now. Like, uh, yeah. I think, mean, I think he gets he hurt first, every now and then, but... I think he first came... 2003. So... So, Clint's aunt lived across the street from the high school, and uh, Trent went to see... That was in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, Smackdown, Peoria, Illinois. Trent went and seen it. He come back, he's like, dude... There's this dude, Randy Horton, that debuted, like, let's, because they used to uh, record it on Wednesdays and it would play on Thursdays or whatever. Clint's like, hey, let's go to my house. And my aunt's asked to watch it. So we we're all in his aunt's basement and turned it on, and it was Randy Orton. And then, like, everybody called me Orton Dell for, like, the next three years. <laughs> <laughs> Got the, that, was my, that was my AIM scream name. Good old Randy Orton, <laughs> third third generation wrestler. And uh, actually at the end of uh, Monday Night Raw this week, he had his daughter in the ring after the dark match he had. and It was her fifth birthday, so they had her in the ring and all that type stuff. Oh, that's cool. He like uh, save, saved a couple fucking uh, audience members not too long ago or something. I can't remember the story. There was somebody like being crushed in the front row. It was like a kid needed help or something. Like you like walked over and like pushed the adults back. And was like, look, you idiots. Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton plays a hard ass, but he's totally right. he's totally not like his character. Right. That's what people need to learn about these wrestlers. They're playing <laughs> characters. Most of them aren't shit bags like they come off on TV. Except MJF, which actually uh, <laughs> he's not either. Yeah, I know. They actually like that look at him like a locker room leader and shit, which is weird because he's the youngest one on the roster. <laughs> like uh, on the roads to the top thing that popped up because they were showing it right before Dynamite or whatever, and they were doing the preview or whatever. Like uh, Cody and Brandy just had their kid or whatever, and MJF opens the door and he's like, "Hey, Cody, just heard you had the kid. Congratulations." He's like, "Yeah, not really. Fuck you, go to hell or whatever." <laughs> he just turned around and he's like. Thanks, Max. <laughs> so you could, you mean you could tell MJF is a great fucking shitbag heel, but in real life he's probably one of the coolest guys you could probably get to hang out right. with. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, Survivor Series somewhere, I think. Oh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. He got the win, right? Yeah. And uh, you're you're ready for RK or RK Bro to break up, but I just don't like Riddle. He. He's good. Randy Orton's a waste of his time. No. They're, they're <laughs> building that. Especially if you watch Monday Night Raw this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The uh, Okay, we'll move on. Then uh, you had the Women's Survivor Series traditional five-on-five -five match, which you had uh, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Cam or Carmella, Zelina Vega, and... Uh, 
Shit, who was the fifth one for Team Raw? <laughs> um, give me a second. Rhea, Bianca. Yeah, I can't remember that one. That's because they switch TV shows too often. These motherfuckers are all fighting for a goddamn brand that they've only been switched to like 20 fucking some days ago. Oh, yeah, because Bianca was on SmackDown and up until 29 days ago. Yeah, right. Doesn't make Rhea, any sense. Rhea was already on Raw. Zelina and Carmelo were both part of Team SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck was the fifth one? I don't even know. I, I watch this thing. I came, I'm going to stop wasting my time watching WWE shit because I can't even talk about it six they, days they, later. They also like kick people off the team and change people like up until the final moment, too. Yeah. Because like, uh, Mysterio's was supposed to be on. Yeah, the Raw team for the Moons. Then on the SmackDown side, you had Sasha, Natalia, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, and uh, it sure wasn't just four on four because you can't remember. No, it's, it's five on five. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony Storm was the other one. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, why the fuck can't I remember the fifth person for Raw? Probably because I don't care about the roster. <laughs> Other than Rhea Ripley. Either way, Bianca was the sole survivor. Uh, Team Raw. Yeah. And uh, the uh, SmackDown team turned on Sasha. And somehow she got counted out, even though she made it under the bottom rope three times during the 10 count. Like, don't you only have to, like, get half your body? Right. Yeah, she did it, like, three times, and the ref just kept counting to 10. Got counted out. <sighs> so she got eliminated by her own team hmm. because Shotzi Blackheart has issues with Sasha Banks to be the next feud between those two. Because the only thing I'm wondering out of all of this bullshit is where the fuck is Naomi? Uh, she's on Raw, or not Raw. She's on SmackDown feuding with uh, Sonya Deville. That's it. Who doesn't even wrestle? Yeah, no, she's like the evil GM for the most part. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, Bianca is the sole survivor. And the thing is with these uh, women's division, like, who the fuck are they going to pick to win the Royal Rumble this year? Because you already have the top two women already. I hope uh, already has comes back for a year or something. They throw big money at her. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but you already had Bianca Belair win it last year, and then she already had her WrestleMania moment. You had Rhea Ripley already have her WrestleMania moment. You don't have any, unless you're bringing up like Raquel Gonzalez or one of these girls from NXT, but. They give Carmella another chance. She just became the new tag team champion on Monday night. Her and uh, Queen Zelina beat uh, Rhea Ripley. and Queen Zelina. Nikki A.S.H. to become the new women's There's tag team champions. Saddest shit that I used to care about that doesn't mean anything anymore. King of the Ring and fucking Survivor Series. <laughs> it's got a sweet name. <laughs> Both of them have sweet names. Just Vince doesn't use them. Like, they need to go back to, hate to say it, like, with AEW, having four pay-per-views a year actually means something. It makes you want to tune in. When you got a pay-per-view every month, it's like, eh, what's on the card this month that they didn't build? They, <laughs> they don't even have pay-per-views no more. It's all on the fucking cock. 
Well, it's still pay-per-views. You're still paying your seven ninety nine a month to have Peacock. Right. So, which it's got some good TV shows and movies on it, too. <laughs> Plus the WWE Network that Clint still doesn't know how to operate very well. <laughs> I can't find NXT on here. Let's go to NXT. <laughs> We have it broke down into seasons. Yeah, go to the newest one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. And then you had a Universal Champion take on the WWE Champion. So you had Big E and Roman Reigns. That was that was a good match. Yeah, they made Big E look strong. You yeah. knew you knew he wasn't going to win at all. Oh man, I think they should have made him dominant, and Roman Reigns lose by shenanigans. Roman ain't going to lose until he actually loses the title. Because you know how many times he's actually already lost in this 450 days that he's had the belt? Just, it's never actually, he's never officially had the three count. Because there's <laughs> always been an interference or a right. bullshit call. Like, uh, like the uh, last man standing match or whatever that he had with KO a year ago or whatever. And the they had the other referee come out and start to count to 10 and then they realized that he wasn't going to be able to get up or so they just had the ref stop counting yeah gee yeah when he was tied to the thing. yeah <laughs> be like we can't get the key to work stop counting stop, stop. <laughs> but uh oh paul Heyman. we'll see what happens brock lesnar is supposed to be coming back on this week's episode of smackdown i mean you got sammy zane sammy zane is going to be definitely the one that takes down roman reigns <laughs> I can see it happening right now. It's too bad, though, because he is a good wrestler. Yeah, a good wrestler. And, I, and he's finding his gimmick. I like that shit, too. A good wrestler that's probably going to end up in AEW. <laughs> yeah, man, Kevin Owens. I could see him going before Kevin Owens. We'll see. I think their contracts are both coming up. I thought Kevin still's got like three years or some shit. No, his is up in January. Oh, really? Yep. And I think Sammy's is up february or march hmm. so it'll be interesting to see the uh i'm pretty sure in the match with uh roman reigns he got hit with the big ending and kicked out of it well he didn't kick out of it he grabbed the bottom rope yeah and uh he had Big E kick out of a couple spears and a fucking superman punch and they made him look strong which now he's got his match with Seth Rollins coming up sometime, which might be what happens on day one. They're going to have a pay-per-view on New Year's Day. Called it's, day one. And it's called day one. Hmm. They canceled TLC for this year, and now it's going to be like a super card SmackDown show. It's in Chicago. Good. TLC is a hate of the fucking gimmick. Like, don't take a match and make a pay-per-view show out of it. It's stupid hell in a cell, TLC, fucking money in the bank. It's all sh stupid shit. Elimination chamber. Yeah, well, you don't need a whole. You don't need a whole show for every fucking thing on the card to be the whole fucking thing. It's the dumbest shit in the world. They don't have anybody to think of original names, <laughs> except the Usos. Apparently, we should do a day one. Vince, come on, it's the first. Yeah, day one ish. You just got like New Year's Rebellion. <laughs> oh wait, no, Impact is Rebellion. Never mind. You can't use that one. Then you might get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> they used to have New Year's Revolution. Yeah. Revolution's now an AEW pay-per-view. Oh, that's true. Which they announced that will be the first, I think it's the first weekend of March, and I think it's going to be in Orlando. Hmm. 
So that means Tony Khan better make sure the goddamn double or nothing's coming to St. Louis because he said he's making up to us this year. <laughs> or, or I'm going to need a hat or something. So <clears throat> at this point, man, like, I don't know. I wouldn't even have went. <laughs> no, I was going. I paid for the tickets. <laughs> Which actually, I got a pre sale code to uh, that one that you sent me about them coming back to Chicago. Yeah. Floor seats, like two rows back, was like 80 bucks. And I went to click on it, and it said it was available. And then it's like somebody just bought these tickets right when you clicked on it. I was like, this is bullshit. I would have went for that. Now I'm like, I ain't going. <laughs> it was Dynamite, wasn't it? Dynamite, Dynamite and Rampage. That'd be a long night. Yeah, it's not any longer than just a regular rampage. Yeah, because they put on a two-hour dark before you ever get to rampage. I mean, probably end up being there an extra half an hour, an hour, just because they got to change the ring aprons and stuff real quick. Oof. But they they knocked that out between dark and rampage in like eight minutes. Really? Yeah. Like uh. When we were down in St. Louis, yeah, it was literally like 8.50. And they're like, okay, now we got to get ready for Rampage. You guys can take a bathroom break or whatever, and we'll be going live in like 10 minutes. And like seven, eight minutes later, they already have like their apron switched and everything says Rampage. And, yeah, <laughs> Ashley's like, they're real quick at that. I'm like, that's what they get paid for. It's a and live then, show, man. Nothing like it. Wrestling is. And then Justin Roberts is like, all right, we're going live in 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's nothing like it, man. And like any traveling show or whatever, like they at least do the same thing all the time, you know. You got shit at the Civic Center, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer on ice and shit like that. They do the same thing every time. Like there's nothing like the logistics that, and, and really Vince McMahon has fucking invented most of it. But and he's got two, he's got two teams that go because you got a SmackDown team and a Raw team. Yeah, it's because that. That's like how I hate to say, it, but. uh Pat McAfee is like, we just had a show in Saudi Arabia less than 24 hours ago, and now we're in the U.S. sending all the, It's like, you do realize that the raw shit was over there, which is now on its way back, and SmackDown was already <laughs> set up. You guys are making your guys sound a lot better than it actually is. I'm like, you guys have multiple production how teams. Tr- yeah, how, I bet you they have like fucking 40. Oh, yeah. Like, they got to have backups for their backups for their backups. I want to know... How long a guy goes to school to run one of those boom cameras that's on the swivel? My uh, my roommate was doing that. He wanted to. It was Masscom or whatever. He's getting a bachelor's in Masscom. Fucking those, those guys are good. <laughs> he uh, his he wanted to go be a cameraman at the at NFL. Cause the uh, the three uh, the three AEW shows that I've been to this year, I've literally sat pretty much in that corner where one of them's stationed. And I, I've been, I was watching that guy, man. He just makes it effort, effortlessly. And, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's a skill. Yeah. It's talent, talented shit. So do we want to talk about the rest of WWE this week since we're already on it? Yeah, we can get it over with. All right. Kicked off the show. You had Riddle taking on Dolph Ziggler. Riddle one pass. Riddle showed up dressed as Randy Orton. Of course he did. He had the goatee and everything. <laughs> Wore the black trunks. Came out and did Randy Orton's whole. Did he have boots on? Yeah. Really? No. He just had black, uh, you know, like the soccer, like cleats. <laughs> kick. Yeah, or yeah. your uh, shin guards. Yeah, kick plates. Yeah. Minus the, minus the kick plate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Dolph Ziggler ended up ripping off the fake goatee and mustache. And uh, Riddle actually won the match using the RKO. Why does Dolph Ziggler still work for WWE? Because they pay him too much money to show up and get his ass kicked. I guess, man. I've been waiting for him to be champion again at least 15 years. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. That that battle battle royal that they had on... uh, Friday night to name the number one contender. Like they showed all the people that were in it and me and Ashley and the kids were watching it and Drew McIntyre was not in it. So (laughs) Seamus was in it. Jinder Mahal was in it. Jeff Hardy was in it. The only three guys in that battle Royal that has been a world champion (laughs) and Jinder Mahal was the first one eliminated. (laughs) Seamus was one of the final four. Jeff Hardy thought he won it and then got thrown over the top rope by Sami Zayn. <sighs> so, but uh, Dolph Ziggler's recently been a champion. He was the tag team champion with Robert Roode. Yeah, I know. And I mean, Dolph Ziggler, anything he's in is good, but I mean, they called him concussion prone fucking a decade ago. I don't know why he still tries. Because I mean, Vince pays him? Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't been one of those releases yet. Yeah, you'd think he'd want to, man. Except, especially with everything going on in wrestling lately, and his brother's over in AEW already. Yeah, he's a dark guy though. He doesn't show up very much. He's one of the he's one of the wingmen, and the wingmen don't make it onto actual <sighs> actual TV very often. And then you had uh, you had Becky come out and cut a promo saying that you know she was going to beat Charlotte and she's the best, and she just wanted to let everybody know that she was still a heel. <laughs> Which, when you're a heel, you don't have to come out and let people know that you're still a heel. So, then you had a match between uh, Bianca Belair and Tamina, which, I mean, we already had a match between the two of them just a few weeks ago. Tamina lost. Yeah. She got the kiss of death from uh, Bianca. Then that led to Dewdrop coming out and fucking annihilating Bianca Belair. So, Dewdrop made a heel turn. Got to take over that uh, Nia Jax spot. Yeah. Or uh, what's her name now? Lorena Verrera or something like that. Whatever her real name is. Yeah, Pereira. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't either. We can still call her Nia Jax for now. She hasn't <laughs> officially showed up anywhere. I'm going to call her my hole. My hole. <laughs> oh, God. That was that was a hot minute, wasn't it? Uh. If I was if I was making a heel turn as Dewdrop, I'd be like, well, I can't be a heel named Dewdrop, so you're going to have to change my name back to Piper Niven. I don't think it's ever going to be that again. I bet you it gets changed again, but I bet you it's never Piper Nevin's again. Well, just change her back to Viper then. <laughs> Anything but Dewdrop. I bet she's either Dew or Drop before she's Piper Nevin's ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Then you had uh, you were supposed to have a match between Seth Rollins. Do you think that Johnny Ace was sitting there with like with a like ah, I can only got room for one big mean woman <laughs> on the roster? So ah, Nia Jax out. Few drop will just turn the heel. All right, call them both into the office. <laughs> Why? Rock paper scissors. Whoever's losing's out. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're the Rock's cousin or not. I actually seen an article with Nia Jax that uh, she had been taking a break anyways because of uh, mental health issues and then uh they gave her a date to be back and she called them 
and yeah. I asked them if to be extended or whatever, and because uh, she wasn't ready to come back, and then she found out she was released. <laughs> Well, that's real sweet of them. With never hearing anything back after she asked for more time. Did she get her stuff delivered to her in a trash bag, too? No, not yet. We'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> then you had a match that... They well, probably have gift bags now. <laughs> it's not a trash bag. It's a tote bag. They went, Yeah, they went the extreme the opposite way. <laughs> oh, God. It's gift wrap plastic. Got a little bow on it. It's real nice. From our door to yours. <laughs> Okay, you're supposed to have a match between uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Um, it became a brawl, and uh, Seth Rollins curb stomped uh, Finn Balor twice, so the match never happened. And on his way back to the ring or to the back, Seth Rollins was attacked by a fan. I uh, dude, the fan had a nice tackle. Like, oh yeah. Did Did you hear why it happened? He had like great like. He had been talking to somebody online who was, was supposedly pre- being, Seth being Rollins. Catfished. <laughs> yeah, he uh, had to send him. I got a beef with the internet, Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah, he he wanted to become a wrestler, and he was asking Seth Rollins about help and all that. And <laughs> he was tough. the guy. The guy, uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins, told him to send him uh, gift cards. <laughs> so he, I'm like, yeah. Seth Seth Rollins is really going to talk to you on the internet and catfish you into fucking sending them gift cards. <laughs> Seth Rollins got some fat lips out of the ordeal too. Oh yeah, the guy had a hell of a fucking tackle on him. Yeah. Thing is though, watching it on live TV, like at first, since Seth Rollins is supposed to be feuding with Big E as the number one contender, you like thought it, it was Big E. Yeah, you saw you saw like a good sized black dude fucking tackle. <laughs> Seth Rollins, but then it cuts right back to the ring and Finn Balor lying there and it goes into a, uh, replays and stuff. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was a fan. I'm not, cause that, if that was Big E, they just would have showed him keep pummeling Seth Rollins. No, they, uh, and, and then it was a headlock and then the guy escaped the headlock and then Seth Rollins rolled out the back door yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, the refs got it from there in the security, which, I always remember back in my day, it's like an unwritten rule. If you come on the other side of that guardrail, you got your ass beat. Yeah. So I think that dude could have took Seth Rollins. Just well, by the interaction, he had the best of him for a second. Scared him. I seen the fear in Seth Rollins' eyes. Well, those uh, referees and stuff—they didn't even in security. They didn't even lay any shots or anything on the guy. They just well, and it almost looked comical because the guy broke free for a second again before they got a hold of him again. But I was like, oh no, They're like no, this got to be fake. Because <laughs> I mean, when that guy came to attack was it jericho or mjf at aew just a few months ago like to probably beat the piss out of him didn't he put the boots to him well fucking justin roberts got a fucking few hits in on the guy (laughs) remember in uh ftr jumped in the ring when bret hart got tackled at the hall of fame dude oh man what year was that 17 17 or 18 bret hart uh in the hall of fame with the fucking Hart foundation or whatever and uh dude Comes in because it was a uh, well, it was no, it was during COVID because fucking they had the real tiny, tiny arena for it and uh, everybody was spaced out. But uh, no, that's not right. I'm gonna have to look this up, anyways. Fucking fan got in there, the podium was in the middle of the ring or whatever. Fucking tackled Bret Hart, FTR was sit- sitting ringside, fucking slid in the ring, just started fucking putting the boots to him. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like an unwritten rule you come on, you don't come on the other side of the guardrail. It's disappointing, though. 
if it had been Clint, he'd had his wiener out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, and that's criminal trespassing, and then it's it's attempted assault. And uh, uh, Yeah, he, he got a, I say, weren't they trying to get a felony for it, I think? But I don't know. That's, I'm, I'd be lying if I didn't say I, I would so never wanted to. So, <laughs> so instantly, as soon as I realized that was a fan, I'm like, okay, I got to go onto Twitter because I know there's got to be six videos already uploaded. <laughs> so yeah, there's like 12 different angles and oh yeah, Seth Rollins calling him a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Becky Lynch coming out and be like, is my man all right? No, she didn't even come out. Yeah, she did. There was a... Did she? Yeah, she stood at the fucking end. She was in the back shot of one of them, like, looking out the fucking curtain, like, what's going on? Well, I guess I didn't see that one. (laughs) But then moving on, because right after that, we went straight back into business. (laughs) You had uh, the Street Profits taking on AJ Styles and Omos. AJ and Omos go over? No, uh, the Street Profits got themselves disqualified. Yeah, uh, Doc, did. Dawkins spread almost with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> then you had uh, Carmella, the most beautiful woman in WWE, which they already need to take fucking her or Corey Graves. W- one of them has to leave the show because like, it's annoying listening to those two. <laughs> like It was great when one was on Raw and the other was on SmackDown, but now that they're on the same show, it's like, shut up. <laughs> But uh, you had Queen Zelina and uh, Carmella become the new women's tag team champions. They beat, well, they beat Nikki A.S.H. So they oh, incapa- she's the They incapacitated uh, Rhea Ripley because they keep pairing because they keep pairing her with people. She's been <laughs> a tag team champion with Alexa Bliss. She's been one with Rhea Ripley. She had a decent gimmick for ten seconds as A.S.H. <laughs> and. and they let her win a cash in her money in the bank, and then she was the champion for like six days. Okay, it could have been like a month, but either way, <laughs> I think this year is the shortest like period that either money in the bank holders ever held money in the bank because Big, e, Big E and Nikki both cashed in within like a month of having the briefcase. Really? Yeah. I've had the brief. Wasn't money in the bank right after WrestleMania? Uh, no, they actually moved it back a month. Oh, really? Yeah, they had uh, they had WrestleMania backlash this year in between. There's a whole pay-per-view in between them this year. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Nikki cashed hers in the very next night after Money in the Bank, and then Big E cashed it in, I don't know, a couple of weeks later hmm. against Bobby Lashley. But we do have new women's tag team champions. The two most annoying women in WWE. Sweet. Next. <laughs> we got a brand new Who's 24-7 gonna... champion. That's still a thing. Yeah, for now, apparently. I should have canceled it after all the announcers got it. They haven't They haven't released all those people yet. No. So they got to throw them somewhere. <laughs> but you actually had a legit match. It was between Reggie, who's the 24-7 champion, and Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander became the 24-7 champion to lose it from a splash off the top rope to Dana Brooke. I've been I've been saying ever since uh, Cedric Alexander, like during COVID, there's like some people they were pushing that don't get the type of reaction that they were saying that they did during the COVID shit, and uh, Cedric Alexander is one of them. <laughs> His highlight was pretty much working with Ricochet, I thought. Right. 
He's back where he deserves to be. Then you had a uh, Bobby Lashley take on both of the Mysterios. Probably just in dominating fashion. Yep. And on to the next one. Why are we not? Why are we not getting Ray versus Ray yet? <laughs> it's building there. You got to save something for day one's pay per view. <laughs> then you had Damian Priest come out and issue an open challenge for the United States Championship, and Paulo Cruz came out to answer it. Is he speaking with an accent still? Yeah, but then he didn't even challenge for it. And Sami Zayn came out and <laughs> he let him have the title shot because all the the entire Raw and SmackDown roster had to be there at Raw because they had to figure out who stole that egg. Oh my God, we're still talking about the fucking egg. Yeah, we didn't talk about how it got stolen at SummerSlam. No. Wait, Survivor Series. Didn't Sammy had something to do with it too, right? Yeah. But uh, Damian Priest beat Sami Zayn. And then going back to Vince, Vince made all of his superstars be at Raw because his million dollar or hundred million dollar egg got stolen. <laughs> and it was stolen by Austin Theory because he wanted a picture, a selfie with it. And then Vince is like, you know what, kid? You remind me of me when I was young. So I'm going to give you the title shot tonight against Big E. So the main event was Big E against Austin Theory for the WWE Championship. Did he look decent? Yeah. Like, did he look as good losing to Big E as Big E lost looked losing to Roman Reigns? No. He showed flashes that he could be something in a few years. Hmm. Like Clint talks about all the time. Yeah, I know, I know you guys are high on that guy. I've never seen those mark before. But uh Sammy or not Sammy Zane. Uh Finn Balor not Finn Balor. Seth Rollins and uh Kevin Owens made themselves Available during that match, too, and interfered and all that crap. But Big E ended up walking away, still the WWE champion. We knew that Austin <laughs> Theory wasn't. So then moving on to Raw. That was Raw. Moving on to SmackDown. <laughs> I'm screwing up more, and I'm not even drinking today. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, the show started with Roman Reigns. Actually, the show started with Kayla Braxton, and she was in the ring saying... And the rumor mills are saying that Brock Lesnar and then Roman Reigns' music hit and Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns came to the ring and they're like, we don't talk about rumors. <laughs> so is Brock going to be here or is Brock not going to be here? And then Paul Heyman belittled her like he's been doing for weeks. and it's a, He can cut a scathing promo. It's <laughs> that is true. And then we went into... Uh, I think he apologizes to people backstage after he gets like a terrible-ass promo on him. <laughs> no, because I'm pretty sure she already knows that that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> and then you had uh, Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy take on Corbin and Madcap Moss in a tag match. McIntyre and Hardy won. Then you had Cesaro take on Ridge Holland. Cesaro won. You had Rick Boogs and Angel Garza. Man, Ridge Holland still got a job, huh? For now. He's with Seamus. Is he really? Yeah. They wear matching hats. Well, Seamus wears his hat and Ridge Holland wears his other hat. <laughs> one one wears like the boulder hat and the other one wears like the... Yeah, I can't remember what the other kind of hat's called. Cabby hat? Yeah. Yeah, you had Boogs and uh, Angel Garza, which Angel Garza ended up winning. You had a... Charlotte Flair and 
Nintendo Switch, three hundred bucks. That's normal price. <laughs> but uh, Tony Storm came out and wants a shot at the title, and Charlotte ended up hitting her in the face with two pies because they had food around the fucking ring. So yeah. <laughs> um. Then you had a match between Sasha and Naomi taking on Shayna Baszler and Natalia. Because <sighs> Naomi's doing something. Sasha stood up for Naomi against Sonya Deville, so Sonya Deville made the match. At least she's in the match, man. I, I've missed Naomi. And then we had that battle royal that I told you that Sami Zayn won. Right. So that was WWE this week, besides NXT, but that's part of the Indie Mud Show report. So. Fucking about thumbs in the middle then, right? Like, just boring shit, top to bottom. I would say Simon Miller probably gave it thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a golden thumbs down, but a thumbs down. I mean, it's the same predictable crap that they've been doing. It's like, oh, we're going to change everything up with the brand split draft, and then it's fresh for a week, and then after that it's just old again because they do the same thing. And then the shake-up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe you should shake it up a little bit harder. <laughs> Put that shit back in and shake it again. Yeah, pretty much. Drop a dice on the floor. <laughs> Man, uh, so if that's all that fucking bullshit, are we going to talk about what's actually good in wrestling this week? So AEW? <laughs> Those uh, dueling promos? So MJF and CM Punk. Dude, it was uh, it was good. I especially like fucking MJF saying CM Punk looks like a meth head that, made, that gave me a pop. <laughs> and then the match afterwards was good, too. What was the match right afterwards? It was CM Punk taking on QT Marshall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which QT Marshall can work. Yeah, I know Clinton don't like him, but I've been a fan of his for a while. They had, like, a long time ago, they had a, I mean, it's still on there right now, but Amazon Prime had a documentary on him. And, like, up until he got with AEW again, he had, like, given up on wrestling. He'd had, like, four WWE tryouts and still worked at his dad's uh, snap-on shop. And, like, five days a week, he's going around selling tools to shops and shit and then wrestling on the weekends. And pretty much, like, if he didn't get a shot at AEW, it was, like, his last shot ever. So I'm happy to see him there. He he does what he's supposed to. I mean, he's a, he's a heel. And Plus, he's from the Monster Factory, man. They crank out fucking professional wrestlers yeah he's one of the head trainers which every every show that i've been to i've seen a qt marshall match and he gets a great crowd reaction every time it's always everybody's always chanting qt sucks and he's just <laughs> feeding off of it and yeah reacting and he's good at what he does man is tony d'angelo a, a response to him could be i mean tony d'angelo he's a going to be part of the war games match is he yeah because they're doing old school versus new school they're doing old school versus new school but we're not there yet i don't know if that ever goes that well but we're 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 in AEW right now (laughs) so and then uh you you can instantly tell when mjf's music hit right after cm punks punks like what is this little fuck coming to do now right dude he's mjf's the best in like i it was honestly a clinic on how dueling promo should go or whatever. Probably haven't seen one as good since The Rock and Jericho in 99. But uh, he's, 
I feel like MJF presented better. Like I feel like he had the edge. He was the the better person in the ring. I can see that. Thing is, I can't remember what they said to each other because I'm just sitting here going, "Oh man, this is great!" <laughs> right? <laughs> I probably should have took notes. Yeah, right. I've watched it like four times now. Like every line they say is fucking scathing. Says talks shit about how his eyes look droopy and shit like that, or he's gonna finish him off. Fa- he's gonna finish him off faster on the mic right now than his MMA career did. <laughs> I was oh. like, "Damn, dude." <laughs> well, we'll be looking forward to. MJF and Sam. What's Punk the next pay per view? Revolution. January. It's in March. Uh huh. Got the phone noise. Ah, who cares? Mine went off earlier. So then moving on, you had CM Punk and QT Marshall in a match, and CM Punk, and he won. You knew he wasn't going to lose to QT Marshall because QT Marshall is uh, somehow MJF's best friend now. <laughs> so was Cody now, now it's MJF yeah I don't know about all that and then we had a match between the gun club and bear country bear country yeah two big boys bear Bronson and bear or boulder Bron- or bear Bronson and bear boulder I must have passed out for that match or something while I was watching that uh, it, you had the gun club beat him you had to have him go up against somebody. That's good. At least they can get some W's. So then uh, Sting and Darby came out, took out the one gun club member. Clint told me another Billy Gunn story this week, too. I can't remember. He's like, oh, I was listening to the, somebody talking about Billy Gunn on the radio, and he's like, man, they'd be laughing at me right now if they, if they were sitting here with me. It's just like him on his way to Beardstown, like this podcast for like half an hour just about Billy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> and Clint's the one of like four people that listen to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no. Uh, uh, it's building towards next week. We get to, I think on Dynamite, it's a uh, shut up computer. They can't hear that, but we could. It's uh, <laughs> it's going. Uh, pretty sure it's Billy and Colton taking on Sting and Darby in a tag match. So. Wonder if the Gun Club will get their first loss because uh, they haven't actually ever lost in AEW, but they should beat those two too. That they they've can never afford to lose to the Gun Club to get them over. They've never actually wrestled real people. <laughs> I think Bear Country is like the first real tag team they wrestled. They ain't a real tag team yet. Uh, they one of them got injured. They were on a pretty good roll before. One of them got injured. Uh, now they're back. Hmm. They were in that. Uh, when uh, King Kong and Godzilla versus Godzilla came out, they were the team that went against Jurassic Express. They had a King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla type. So, yeah. <laughs> like, Jurassic Express, of course, was Godzilla, and That's the other two big hosses were supposed to be King Kong. <laughs> That's real dumb, but. And then we had another. Well, yeah. But <laughs> TNT was promoting it. We had another uh, quarterfinal match in the uh, TBS tournament. We had Thunder Rosa and Jamie Hayter, which... uh, Jamie Hayter's been going over a lot lately. Until that match. (laughs) Which, I mean, 
Jamie Hayter's with who? I forget. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Yeah, that's right. Which makes sense because uh, Britt ba- or Jamie Hayter was holding Thunder Rosa when the referee wasn't paying attention to Rebel. So Britt Baker went to do the super kick to Thunder Rosa, and she ducks and hits Jamie Hayter and costs her the match. So that's where we're going to get the split between those two. <laughs> because you got to build that Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Revolution, Women's Championship match. Ah, we got, we got to, they need to shake up here. We got three months to build it. So, well, they better get to work. (laughs) So Thunder Rosa moves on to take on, I think it's Nyla Rose. I'm, I think. See, you don't even know. (laughs) Well, it's either Nyla Rose or Jade Cargill. Actually, I think it's, I I think it's Jade Cargill. When do we get the TBS? Ain't she going to win the TBS shit? Or has she already? Uh, The TBS title isn't decided until they move to TBS. They only have one match left, though? No. uh, There's one more quarterfinal left. It's uh, Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander. Mm -hmm. And then they have the two semifinal matches left. And then the final. But the final will take place on the first night that they move to TBS in January. Mm. So... Next week, we got, it'll be December by that point, so. Got four weeks for it still. Four weeks for four matches, so perfect timing, match night. And then uh, you had Colt Cabana taking on Brian Danielson. I did not know Colt Cabana was part of the Dark Order. He has been since Brody Lee brought him in. I didn't know that. I, mean, I haven't seen him since we started this podcast. <laughs> He's on TV every week. I guess he just didn't pay attention to the people who's doing the standing on the stage. Oh. Yeah, I guess not. He's on TV every week that they're on. Pretty much. Jeez. I mean, he doesn't wrestle. He wrestles on Dark more than he wrestles on. Uh, That's what I want to see. Colt Cabana CM Punk match. Yeah, I want to see that too. <laughs> but I was also good seeing the Ryan Danielson and Colt Cabana, which. Danielson knocked out Cabana's tooth. Oh, that's funny. You didn't see that? No. Like he like points it out on the stage and picks it up, and <laughs> he knocked he knocked out Colt Cabana's fucking one of his teeth before uh, Hangman came to the ring. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, I'm dressed to fight this week, <laughs> and uh, Danielson, of course, is like, Oh, of course you're going to come out and want to fight after I've already wrestled a match this week. Danielson still be in the heel. Yeah. So then, uh, Hangman's fine. Hangman goes fine. We don't have to have a match, but I'm not leaving without. Or he goes, I'm not leaving Chicago without a fight. So then they start to punch each other. <laughs> and then he he went for the buckshot, and Danielson rolled out of the ring and went up the ramp. So I'm that match is gonna be real good when they finally fucking get to it because next week. Brian Danielson takes on another member of the Dark Order. She takes on five. Alan Angels. Uh, Dark Order just needs to go away. And then we went into a... uh, You went into the main event, which was an eight-man tag match. You had Andrade, Malachi Black, and FTR taking on Cody Rhodes and the Death Triangle. I, uh, I turned it off at this point. 
Why'd you turn it off? Because it's all everybody I don't give a shit about. Andre Angelo can go the fuck away. Cody you like Rhodes. FTR? FTR, that's it. You like the Death Triangle? Nah. You liked? Really. Ray Phoenix got fat. That's, that was Penta. Or Penta got fat. One of them is real fat and has to wrestle with a t-shirt on like Sting. That's Penta. <laughs> that's because he's got zero marrow. Yeah. I mean, I was ready for them to win the titles, but they ain't done shit with them. FTR, it's their time. Well, this coming Friday night on Dyn- or not Dynamite on Rampage, they've only announced two matches. We have a TNT championship match between Tony Nese and Sammy Guevara. Weird. Which how Tony Nese has been in the crowd right. for the TNT t- title matches. He's been scouting. Right, 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 right. So he goes, I know exactly what Sammy's going to do. But fucking Tony Nese is a nobody, though. Like... He could walk out as the next yeah. TNT champ. <laughs> he's the premier athlete. Yeah. He's got eight. He's got an eight pack. I vaguely remember him being a part of NXT, kind of. He was the cruiserweight champion at one oh, point. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he was right. 205 live. When the bastard Pac was on there. Neville? Yeah. I don't even think it was when he was on there. It was after he left. <laughs> and then we have a two out of three falls for the AEW Tag Team Championships, FTR versus the Lucha Bros. Because the wrong man was pinned at oh, full fuck. gear. So, the Lucha Bros have never beaten FTR. At least, top team out. At least that's what, <laughs> that's what Dax said. So, we get those two matches on Rampage next Friday night. That might be entertaining. But uh, Rampage this week... We had uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish taking on Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. I'm glad I didn't watch it. You, you it, was really, it was a real good match. They were super fast, and they're all real tiny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Fish beat Yuta doing a Falcon Arrow off the top turnbuckle for the one, two, three. Have Adam Cole beat Orange Cassidy or Orange Cassidy beat anybody. Bobby Fish is a shit, though, lately. Well, yeah, you can't have the top two guys that are actually relevant fucking beat each other. Yeah. Bobby Fish is the only one out of that whole group that can actually wrestle, matter you, of fact. You also had the showdown of Orange Cassidy raising his hands or whatever, and the crowd going, oh, and he goes to put them in his pockets, and Adam Cole stops him or whatever. He goes, no, that's not how you do it. And Cassidy's like, what? He throws up his Adam Cole, baby. And then he tries to put his hands in his pockets the entire fucking match, and Adam Cole pretty much stops him like the entire time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, there's a photo. Adam Cole can be part of the comedy gimmick. There's a there's a part where uh, you got the thumbs up of like Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole doing something stupid. <laughs> I mean, it actually was a good match. Sure, it was. It actually, it was a good match. I enjoyed Santina Morello always bringing out the snake too. Oh, okay, Cobra. <laughs> and then you had uh, Britt Baker and Rio. Uh, for some reason they decided on dynamite that, uh, they needed to bring up that from all out three or four, three months ago now (laughs) that, uh, Rio wasn't ever officially eliminated from that women's battle Royal. I've seen that shit. So she, so she could beat Britt Baker. She gets a shot at the women's title. So it was a black Friday buy-in black Friday buy-in. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, match. Rio actually ended up beating Britt Baker, so she'll get a championship match sometime in the near future. Yeah. I, 
I mean, Rio was like their second champion or something ever. She was the very first. She was the very first. She's Kenny Omega's chick, right? Yeah, from Japan. Yeah. She's yeah, there's been 27 years of experience, even though she's only like fucking 30. Yeah. <laughs> and she weighs 99 pounds, stopping what? I'm pretty sure my kid weighs as much as Rhea. I don't know how JR, like I remember when she first came out and JR was like selling her as the legitimate wrestler. And I'm like, oh man, you're putting in extra work right now. Like, <laughs> thing is, Rhea is, the, Rhea is like one of the only wrestlers on the guard that uh, Britt Baker hasn't beat. Like she's never beaten Rhea. I mean, that's true. And she still hasn't beaten Rhea until they have their championship match because they're not going to put the belt back on Rhea. I hope not. No, there's been four. There's been four women's champions in AEW. You had Rio, Nyla Rose, uh, Hikaru Ishida, now Britt Baker. Got that seventy five percent off Cyber Sunday. WWE just sent me a text. Yeah, I've already <laughs> bought enough shit from them this weekend. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of shit you buy? <laughs> Some shirts and a couple jackets and. Some Funkos and <laughs> you're gonna have a Funko wall on your in your office. I bought the Mean Gene. <laughs> well, I, I think he's sexy. I, don't, <laughs> I really do. And then I got a Drew McIntyre for my son because he likes Drew McIntyre. So, and then moving on, main event of Rampage. You had Eddie Kingston taking on Daniel Garcia because 2.0 decided to make it a point on dynamite to try to talk shit to eddie kingston and then threw hot coffee in his face and catering while he was eating his pie <laughs> so does eddie kingston actually get a win this time yeah he uh he fucking did the backhand his backhand thing to daniel garcia and he have won. to beat somebody jesus yeah he finally got a win <laughs> this ain't gonna happen when you take on what his last few matches is daniel or Brian Danielson and then CM Punk and he should have went over on CM Punk. Yeah. It's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep building that storyline. I guess they should probably cash it in at some point to get any value off a fucking nostalgic act. that's already winning. Well, now it's, uh, he beat, yeah, he beat, uh, Garcia. Then right after that, 2.0 came in the ring and decided to start to, pummel him and chris jericho got off the commentary desk and went into the ring to save kingston so pretty sure the next thing we're going to see is kingston and jericho taking on 2.0 that's weird yeah and then jericho had to point out that the one member of uh, 2.0 has a square head (laughs) jericho's obsessed with pumpkin heads and square heads (laughs) and pointy heads and so is Dan Lambert called Jake. He's all obsessed with Jake Hager's head for a while, too. <laughs> that makes sense. And that's actually AEW for this week. So we haven't seen Dan Lambert since... The Minneapolis Street Fight? Huh. Nope. We have not. That's sad. Ameri- we haven't seen anything of America's top team. They that... they tucked their tails and went home. It's kind of even sadder, really. Unless they're waiting for the opportune moment to show back up. They do run shit longer, though. Like, something will get real hot and they're not on TV for, like, three weeks. Just because everybody's got to get their shit in. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, the Pinnacle and all that. Pinnacle and Inner Circle was months yeah. and months of that 
type of shit where one would be gone for a few weeks and then they'd show up and beat the shit out of the other one. And It's kind of because they're all part-time wrestlers, really. <laughs> well, I mean, in AEW, you only got to work two days a week. Right. You got to show up for Dynamite and Rampage. <laughs> Unless you're one of the lesser-known guys, then you got to go to Dark and Elevation. Which is usually before a Dark or before a Dynamite or a Rampage anyway. Unless they're doing a recording in uh, Orlando at Universal Studios, I think. And actually, uh, actually, another th- news and uh, see there, there went my phone. <laughs> the uh, it's an email. It could be. <laughs> I don't know. Now nah, it's Facebook. Oh. Uh, yeah, the same Facebook noise as an email noise. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> Jr. Uh, announced that he's taking a short hiatus from the Skin announcement. Cancer, right? Did you see the picture of it? Yeah, it looked pretty gnarly on his back. Uh, he, he's taking radiation for the next like three weeks, That's and hopefully, nice. hopefully, plans to be back by Christmas. So, good luck to Jr. And hopefully, he comes back soon. Yes, I mean, skin cancer is usually like the least scary of when you say the c word. I guess, but I mean, I seen the stitched up like hole that they dug out of his shoulder or whatever. It was, I don't know, man. He's been drinking too many margaritas <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, I guess. Down the sun, JR. Yeah, you gotta put that sunscreen on. <laughs> no. Wasn't wearing his hat. That ain't gonna help your back. <laughs> sure, it goes all the way around. It's just the top of your head. <laughs> yeah, Unless you're wearing one of those big fluffy hats. Got the big cowboy hat. Keep um, on the shade on his back all the time. I don't think he wears. I don't think, I don't think he wears <laughs> that out in public a lot. <laughs> so, well, I guess it's time to go into the Indie Mud Show report. And now the Indie Mud Show report. <clears throat> Did they even have anything on this week? Uh, Impact, no. They did have their pay-per-view last weekend, the uh, turning point. Um, and you turned the channel? <laughs> I didn't watch it. I knew what happens. I watched the ups and downs. I didn't make it home in time to watch it. Well, actually, I did, but I chose to go eat pizza and pass out instead. Um, <laughs> uh, Bronson Reed, Jonah, made his Impact debut. That's kind of cool. He uh, showed up and pummeled Josh Alexander. So I'm pretty sure that's Alexander's next uh, feud. They keep throwing people at him so he, he can't keep going after Moose. Because right after he lost the title to Moose, they threw Minoru Suzuki at him. Now they're throwing Jonah at him. Yeah, they need to. he needs a title run. It's his time. Well, they're, they're building it to where he'll uh, probably win it at their next actual pay-per-view. Not the Impact Plus pay-per-views because they have like two or three of those before they actually have a real one. <laughs> uh, the, the next one is hard to kill. It's January. Oh shit. I can't remember the date in January, but it's in January. Actually, uh, January 15th. I think it's the same or eighth. It's the same night as AEW announced their battle of the belt super card on TNT. <laughs> so that means that that pay-per-view will probably start at like 10 o'clock at night because they don't, because yeah. they don't want to compete with AEW. Because AEW announced Winter is Coming, and they also announced uh, Battle of the Belts. I'm excited about Winter is Coming. That was a good show last year. Yeah, Kenny Omega won the title. Sting, Sting showed, showed up. up. 
Uh, I mean, I don't give a fuck about Kenny Omega winning the title, but and he dropped the Triple A title, right? Uh, yeah, he vacated the Triple A title. They having a tournament for it or something now? Uh, no, it's a five way match. Uh, the guy who Kenny was originally supposed to defend it against is in it. The uh, El Hijo del Viking. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal's in the match. Uh, Samurai Day Souls in the match. Bobby Fish is in the match. And Bandito, the really? ROH champ. That'd be a good match. We should go to Mexico City and watch it. It's not, it's not in Mexico City. It's in Monterey. Oh. oh. I don't know nothing about Monterey. No, I don't either. <laughs> it's a kind of cheese. Monterey <laughs> Jack. But no, uh, and then FTR defends the AAA Tag Team Champions against the Lucha Bros that same night. Then, then they have a few other stipulation matches and all that. Uh, the rest of the shit at Impact, none of the titles changed. Uh, all six titles stayed with who originally had the titles. So really nothing happened on the show? <laughs> no. Worth they, of no. They, they put on a couple hour pay-per-view for entertainment purposes. <laughs> and then they didn't actually have a show this week. They had that reality, surreal life fucking real world wrestling what yeah the the wrestling house it, it's like the, oh you were saying you're talking yeah the real it's like the real world they pick a group of them to live in a house and they it's do a bunch of wrestlers yeah they do stupid skits and all that you ever want oh you ever watch legends house no it's on the network it's roddy piper and jimmy hart and uh Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Mean Gene, Pat Patterson, uh, the uh, dude that was tag team partners with uh, Rocky Johnson, dude, Tony that, Atlas, Tony Atlas, Tony Atlas, and uh, somebody else was on too. It was good shit. They did skit where they like did like a horse polo fucking thing with golf carts, and uh, that was crazy. That's when Pat Patterson first came out to the whole world on that. And then uh, you learn that Mean Gene's wife died after giving him a fucking pancreas transplant or some shit like that. He had like a ear nose. Mean Gene's got like one huge fucking arm compared to the other one and shit. The other one was like retaining water the whole time. And then they had this big emotional thing at the end. Jimmy Hart fucking they had a dinner to say goodbye after they spent this three months living in the house together or whatever. And you found out Jimmy Hart's son died right before that and everything and like nobody even knew about it he wasn't even talking about it or nothing Roddy Piper went nuts a couple times on the show and had to get out and he couldn't stand living around everybody had to go out and bark at the moon he said that probably makes a lot of sense <laughs> that Piper flipped out and yeah. had to leave for a little bit <laughs> that just seems like Roddy it's good shit though MLW had a well I mean they have a weekly show pretty much every week now but uh they crowned a new... Open it's on YouTube now? Yeah, it's always been on YouTube. Oh. Alpha Fusion. I've been so pumped about this Vice thing because I got Sling and I can watch it and I thought they were going to do something. And They never put... It, they put like one episode on? Yeah. yeah. But uh, they had a five-way ladder match to name the new Openweight champion after Hammerstone vacated it when he won the world title from Fato. So Alex Kane is the new never Openweight champion. It was him, Alex Shelley, ACH, uh, Zinshi, and Myron Reed, which 
Alex Shelley looked good in it at least. I didn't watch the match. I'm just reporting oh. it. Yeah. I was. I'd be excited to see Alex Shelley do something. He is the uh, independent champ. Yeah, I seen that. So he's he's making his way around the circuit. I think he actually next weekend. I think he defends the title against Ruby Soho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, NXT 2.0 this week. Getting ready for War Games, right? Yep. War Games is next Sunday. Uh, show kicked off. You had Grayson Waller taking on Tommaso Ciampa, which I'm pretty sure it was actually a title match. They didn't really specify, though? No, not really. <laughs> They're trying to turn Grayson Waller into a heel. You guys like that guy, right? No. No, you don't. No, I don't care for him. But who was he with before? He was with somebody, wasn't he? Cameron Grimes or something? Grayson Waller? Yeah. No, he's been doing it like a feud with LA Knight. Oh, that's right. They had the whole fucking host of whatever. Yeah. Well, Champa, Champa beat him. And then uh, you had Cameron Grimes come out with his new look. Uh, after just cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, because... <laughs> that Duke Hudson, after he put him through the poker table, took scissors to his beard and hair. Mm-hmm. So it's it's trimmed and neat looking. And then he challenged Hudson to a hair versus hair match at four <laughs> games. He already lost all of it. So uh, I hope he loses again. That's the that's the we'll, reason. We'll see for what uh, repackaging him. Yep. We'll see what Vince McMahon decides to do with uh, Cameron Grimes after that point. He'll have a neck tattoo and completely bald. So he'll be. <laughs> It'll be uh, Harland. Right. It'll be a tag team next. You had a, uh, t- speaking of tag team matches, <laughs> you had a tag team match of Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter taking on Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. I like Casey Catanzaro. They ended up winning. She's real tiny. But makes, them, makes them look strong as they try to work their way to a women's tag team title match. And then it also made it look like Indy Hartwell still Heartbroken about Dexter Loomis's hand being shattered in a chair the week before. <laughs> uh, then you had a vignette for a new character, uh, Tiffany Stratton, which is supposed to be like a daddy's girl character, which I've heard that um, they've already canceled this character because <laughs> it's uh, not going to work out for him because there's already been a backlash about it being a daddy's girl, mean girl, fucking. That's weird. Yeah. Like, like the vignette was like her playing tennis and talking about daddy's money and yeah. <laughs> like they're trying to make it like a clueless character, like Cher. People are trying to twist it into like yeah. being a fucking sugar daddy. Yeah, I think so. But from what I've been told, they're already going to try to repackage this chick. Where's she from? She's one of the athletes that they found. No, when they're Vegas shit. Yeah. She was like the Olympian or some shit. I'm not sure which I'm not sure which one she was, but uh, hmm. I mean they never showed her face; they just showed her body, and she was wearing like a tennis fucking mini skirt and hmm. talking. And yeah, from what I've been uh, reading and seeing, that they already canceled this gimmick, so they're gonna go with something else. <laughs> then you had Santos Escobar take on uh, was it uh, Malik Blade? He's been just a straight-up jobber ever since he's been on NXT 2.0. He loses to fucking everybody. Lost today, then, I'm guessing? He lost lost to Escobar, which then uh, all it did was build for fucking 
Kyle O'Reilly and Vaughn Wagner come out to challenge Legato Del Fantasma to a match, and the winner gets a title shot at War Games against Imperium. You had Mandy Rose and Corey Jade in a match, which uh, Mandy Rose. I know she's happy being down there. Yeah. Uh, Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai are one member or one team at War Games. Corey Jade, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai. They don't have a fourth yet. How is Raquel Gonzalez not on the main roster yet? We'll be coming <laughs> at probably the Royal Rumble. They're going to finish her out with War Games. Hmm. I mean, need to see at Royal Rumble. But uh, Kaylee Ray is now the fourth member of Team Gonzalez. <clears throat> Plus, she wants a shot at Mandy Rose. So that'll be the next one to get a title not as exciting as the men's one uh yeah another match uh the grizzled young veterans taking on the young fucking bar (laughs) brawlers of briggs and jensen the two country boys the ones that are in a bar fight in like every vignette they've ever done they ended up beating the grizzled young veterans they're trying to build a tag team division and then the main event, you had a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes against Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunne. Uh, Who signed a contract extension for this shit? Yeah, just so he could finish out war games. He signed a seven-day extension because his contract literally expired two days before you're what, you're, war games. You're chomping at the bit for him to be released, aren't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to see Johnny Wrestling in uh, AEW or Impact. Impact. I can see that. But uh, he can lose to Josh Alexander. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes ends up winning the match, pinning uh, Johnny Gargano. Really? There was interference and shit all around because uh, we were talking about the old school versus the new school. So at War Games, you have Tomasa Champa, LA Knight. Pete Dunn and Johnny Gargano taking on Grayson Waller, um, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker came out at the end of the night, and since the rest of the guys were all out there just pummeling each other, and comes to the ring and grabs a microphone, and he's the one that yells "War Games." <laughs> so, as long as he don't get up on the second rope again, I'll be all right. This time he's going to slip off the cage. <laughs> And that is the Indie Mud Show report for this week. I didn't, that, I didn't look up a top ten or anything. <clears throat> so I actually think I got I don't think I uh saved it. Or I saved it. I I was gonna send it to you guys and I didn't. I almost shared it on the Facebook page and I did not either. Let's see. Since it was, since it was Thanksgiving, a lot of companies decided not to put in effort. Oh. Oh, I've got a, I've got a uh, spot for the Indie Mud Show report. Okay. GCW selling out the Hammerstein Ballroom, biggest, uh, biggest audience in the Hammerstein Ballroom ever, right? I'm pretty sure. Game Changer Wrestling has announced that their event titled "The World" has officially sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. This will be the Hammerstein debut for the promotion. It takes place on January third. Uh, they sent out the following tweet. The biggest crowd to ever witness wrestling in the Hammerstein Ballroom awaits. So bigger than one night stand? Bigger than ECW, bigger than WWE. More. It's because their production. I mean, WWE, ECW's 
production was pretty simple too. They just couldn't fill it. Uh, WWE shrinks down their production size, but it's still not as bare bones as GCW is. They can just, you know, pack more seats into there. But I got to give it to Matt Cordona, man. I think that's why everybody's showing up. Because <laughs> well, he's always ready. <laughs> he's the internet champion. He's the GCW Universal champion. He's got that spinner belt. Oh, that's not the thing I was looking for, though. Hold on. <laughs> well, if not, we're going to go to the high spots of the week, and I got to think of one because I haven't. Dude, there's only one high spot of the week. The golden egg. <laughs> no, 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 no. MJF and CM Punk. Yeah, well, so I guess two, but yeah, MJF and CM Punk, you can't beat that shit. We didn't really, we kind of glossed over it a little bit, but it was. Well, we don't have Clint here to remember the details like he would. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm just saying that it's the most, uh, like you don't get promotions like that. You don't, you don't get promos like that. It's a once in a generation thing. It's, it's, you know, our kids might be able to see some a great promo like that again, but that shit don't happen every day. That is true. You find your list? No. No? I think that was the thing I saved. The other one was the list that I shared uh, the Radner Dad page. I got that 10 things from 90s WWE that weren't as good as we remember them. Yeah, we'll <laughs> say that one for Clint. All right. <laughs> so what was your high spot of the week? Uh, I mean, it's got to be MJF, but runner-up, fucking I think I got two this week, is Wanda Maximoff's butt cheeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Becky two cheeks. Yeah, that's the only two things that happen in wrestling in my world. Seth Rollins got attacked. Oh, yeah, it was pretty neat, too. Is that your high spot? No, I haven't thought of one see, yet. That's a, that's a low spot for you because you want to see your champ be safe and whatnot. <laughs> You're disappointing him in a little bit from that, I, c- I can tell. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was ready to see him curb stomp him. <laughs> it's not God just like... Weasel his way out and call him a motherfucker. <laughs> I was ready for at least a punch or something. I see him. I watched him go out the back door like, whoop, later. Yeah. Right between the legs. <laughs> I at least suspect somebody to start throwing some fucking something at him. Yeah, there wasn't even one shot. No, they just laid on top of him and fucking drug him out. But uh, I don't even know if I have a high spot for the week. <laughs> That's how exciting it is. Yeah. I hope they do more to excite me for Royal Rumble. They're they don't build shit, so yeah, not really. Still, either going to be Drew McIntyre, Brock, Brock Lesnar. They don't have anybody else. They released them all. Yeah, <laughs> nobody they released could have won the Royal Rumble. There's a couple of them that could have. Don't tell me Keith Lee could have. Don't tell me like fucking Braun or Braun Bray. <sighs> Bray's got his chance. Uh, I don't even think he's going to show up in wrestling again. He's going to hang out and make movies? Right. Hang out with his mask maker. Well, I mean. Ain't this another sweet mask we made? He can have fun. (laughs) Hang out, play Nintendo, check out this mask. (laughs) Uh, Trying to think of a high spot for the week. Hope Bo Dallas has a surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble. Uh, He's cut, too. He's gone. (laughs) It's going to be L.A. night. It's got to be some NXT guys. They don't have enough full roster. I know, right? Especially since we've already seen. Uh, Makes me think Brown Breaker's going to be in it. We could be. He might not be the NXT champ by that point, but <laughs> I, I think he might not ever actually win the NXT championship. I think he might just challenge for it a few times and then they move him up. They're like, ah, <laughs> eh, Champa's still got it. We're okay. 
We can, we can give the belt to somebody else. <laughs> who Chapa else? versus Harland. Who, who else do we got to call up? <laughs> <laughs> who's, in, who's in the performance center? I'm calling it now. It's Ricochet's year for the Royal Rumble. He was one of the first ones that got thrown out of the Battle Royals. <laughs> <laughs> He's the little guy. Hmm. Here's the crazy part, too. Why do all these high flyers think it's smart to go up to the to top, top turn uh, in a battle royal? I'll never understand that. <laughs> I don't either. Happy Corbin turned on uh, Madcap Moss in the one battle royal, though, and threw him over the top rope. But Madcap tried to throw him over the top rope first. I still haven't watched Madcap yet. You're not missing anything. <laughs> uh, all right, I don't have a high spot for the week. But if you're a, <laughs> if you're a fan of the show and you like the show, uh, give us a subscribe. We'd like to thank our sponsors, sponsor, host, anchor, anchor. <laughs> uh, Clint should be back next week. Come on, Clint. I mean, the show is all right without Clint. I, I mean, think he doesn't add much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three man booth. Come on now. <laughs> like we feel like we went from raw to SmackDown <laughs> Where the hell's Byron Saxton. <laughs> I, mean, I hope he doesn't listen to the end. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.